1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Chris and Nick Show here on Big Blue View Radio. I am one of the hosts, Nick Filato, joined, as always, by Chris Flum. And it is the day after the schedule of the New York Football Giants, a 2023 schedule, has been released. So today, Chris and I are going to go through that schedule, parse through where the Giants are getting screwed, where the Giants aren't getting screwed, where there are some advantages, and where there are some disadvantages. And I want to start the podcast by reading through the schedule for those have not seen it yet. So the New York Giants in week one open on Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. But Chris, it is not in Dallas. This is a New York Giant home game to start the season, which is kind of crazy. And I don't believe that's happened since 2012 with the Dallas Cowboys. So before I go to week two, do you have any opinions on that situation in and of itself?
0: That is just going to feel very, very weird. Uh, will the Giants even know what to do playing at home in Week <laughs> One? Because it, it seems like they always start the season on the road.
1: Even last year, it wasn't the Dallas Cowboys, but it was the Tennessee Titans. And as we know, Brian Dable got his first win as a head football coach. But on to Week Two, the Giants travel out here to the state of Arizona and playing Glendale against the Arizona Cardinals. That is a four o five game on Fox. Week Three is a Thursday night football game. So you have a short week and it's still on the road. So the Giants will likely stay in Arizona and then go over there to California and play the San Francisco 49ers for another primetime game. Thursday night football at 815 Amazon Prime. But then week four, the Giants are at home against the Seattle Seahawks. And this is another primetime game. Thursday night football week three, week four, Monday night football game. Week five, you have the Miami Dolphins And this is the start of a three-game road trip, which is kind of unique, I would say. You don't see this too often. Miami Dolphins in week five, week six, Buffalo Bills, and then week seven, the Washington Commanders. That could be a a row of really difficult games right there, Chris, all on the road until the Giants return back to New Jersey to host the New York Jets. Week nine, they have to travel back out to Las Vegas to the West Coast to play the Raiders. Before week 10, they play Dallas on the road this is november 12th week 11 is the washington commanders one o'clock start week 12 is the new england patriots one o'clock start both of those games are home and that leads the giants into the bye week where they come out of the bye week in week 14 to host the green bay packers that is another prime time game monday night football and then week 15 They have to go on a two-game road trip, one to New Orleans to play the Saints, and then they have to come back up to the Northeast to play the Philadelphia Eagles on Christmas Day. Technically not a primetime game, but a national game that everyone will be watching. And then they round the season out in Week 17 against the Los Angeles Rams at home, and then Week 18 against the Eagles, which is to be determined. That is on January 7th. Chris, this is the New York Giants schedule. What are some of your thoughts and opinions on it?
0: You know, I first... I think the NFL has kind of had enough of the primetime duds. And this is something we were talking about before the before we started recording. It wasn't that long ago. In fact, it, this might even be a, a very recent development with this year. Every team got at least three primetime games. Every team played on Thursday night and at least once during, over the course of the season. This year, there are four teams that do not have any primetime games. Meanwhile, the Giants have what, five primetime games total plus that Christmas Day game which personally I would prefer if the NFL would just leave holidays alone. But that is uh, that's another gripe. And we've got uh one, two, three, four teams with six primetime games, uh is it five teams with five primetime games? It, and They're all teams that either have big fan bases or are expected to be very good this year. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Los Angeles Chargers, the Buffalo Bills, they all have six games. So the NFL, they clearly want to get their primetime ratings up.
1: And it's crazy, too, with the Giants, because the Giants, what, four of their primetime games are in the first six weeks. That's wild. You open up on primetime. Then you don't get a primetime game because you're playing the freaking Arizona Cardinals in week two. Another primetime game on Thursday night football. And then another primetime game after that game against Seattle. That's a lot of primetime. And then the Buffalo Bills game also. I don't know if I mentioned this before. That's a primetime game up in Buffalo on week six against Josh Allen, Brian Dable's former team. That's you you know the NFL is good, Chris, at finding these storylines. And that's going to be an excellent storyline, right? You have the mentor against the mentee. Right? Like Brian Dable returning to Buffalo to go up against Sean McDermott and Josh Allen and his old his old crew. I think that's going to be an interesting storyline. But Chris, this this beginning of the schedule, I don't know if it's super difficult, but with the travel involved, it could be a murderous row. You have the Arizona Cardinals. That should be one of the easy that should be the easiest team to play in the NFL. Nothing's a given in the NFL. You have to knock it on what nothing's a given in the NFL. You can lose any game. But the Arizona Cardinals are a hapless team who aren't going to have their starting quarterback more than likely during week two. Maybe not even throughout the entire season And Kyler Murray as he's recovering from this injury. You don't know what's going on with the San Francisco 49ers quarterback situation. We'll have to wait and see if it's Brock Purdy, if it's Trey Lance, if it's freaking Sam Darnold. We, we really don't know. Seattle, that's that's as we learned last year, not an easy matchup. And then Miami and Buffalo definitely aren't easy. And we know Washington isn't that easy, even though the Giants have had their number over recent seasons. So I look at these first seven weeks of this season, Chris, and if we if we believe or think the Giants are going to the playoffs again, I think you have to at least win what, like four of these games. Like, what, what would you say may, would make you feel comfortable with this schedule and all this travel involved for the Giants' record to be in Week eight? What, what, how many wins do you think the Giants need to have in those first seven weeks of the season?
0: You know, why not even go all the way up to Week eight with the Jets, basically through the end of October? I, I think you want to be at. At least four and four, and as you said, you can't take anything for granted with any of these teams. Yeah, it's unlikely, I think, that Kyler Murray will be ready to start the season. He'll probably start the season on the pup. So you could kind of circle the week two matchup against the Cardinals. Just recently, Kyle Shanahan, just a couple days ago, I believe, Kyle Shanahan said that Brock Purdy will be ready for training camp. And Trey Lance will be as well. So they'll have a true quarterback competition in San Francisco. But even quarterback aside, if, if they're not scrambling like they were against the Eagles in the playoffs at the quarterback position, that is a very good, very dangerous team that has the ability to attack the Giants in ways in which they're, they may not be able to defend particularly well what I mean like with George Kittle with Christian McCaffrey with Debo Samuel all of these unique skill sets on their team not to mention a very good defense so other than probably the Cardinals I'm not sure the Giants have any easy outs to start the season you know the Seahawks had an excellent offseason and if Geno Smith is able to play at all in 2023 like he did in 2022 they're going to be tough even even in new york and not out there in seattle so that this is a much tougher schedule overall than the giants had a year ago and if they make the playoffs they're definitely going to have to earn it at least the way things look on paper right now
1: we need to look at the 2023 strength of schedule now I want to preface this by saying this is not the end-all be-all we know that teams heading into seasons are much different mid-season even two weeks into a season than they were in the two weeks prior to that and how we viewed them look at the new york giants everyone was like they're going to win four games they end up going to the playoffs and winning a playoff game so take some of this with a grain of salt but according to the 2023 strength of schedule the opponent's winning percentage in that strength of schedule the new york giants have the third hardest schedule In the National Football League, the Eagles have the hardest, then it's the Miami Dolphins, and then it's the Giants. And then it's followed by the Patriots, and the Cowboys, the Jets, and the Bills, and the Commanders. And let's look at all those teams I just listed. What do they all have in common, Chris? They are in the AFC East and the NFC East. And that's because the AFC East and the NFC East were really successful last year, feasting on the divisions that they played. But now those two divisions are playing each other. So this is going to be difficult. There could The Giants might not win as many games as they did last year because the Giants' schedule this year, at least what it looks like right now, is a lot more difficult. But you look at the Giants and what the Giants have done, what who they added to their defensive line, who they added to their offense, the explosive playmakers. Daniel Jones in his second year of the system, And you hope that the Giants will be able to figure it out and steal some wins from teams like the Dolphins, who I think they could beat the Bills, which would be difficult. But Brian Dable really knows Josh Allen really well. Teams like the Jets, who are not easy, but maybe the Giants can win that football game. So I'm fascinated by what's going to happen here. But this year it's going to be much more difficult than it was last year when the Giants swept the AFC South. So what's going to have to happen Chris for the Giants to make the playoffs this year is they're going to have to win more than one freaking game in their division. Cuz that's all they did last year. They beat Washington once and that was the second match, remember? They tied Washington in the first matchup and then they got swept by the Cowboys and swept in 3 games by the Philadelphia Eagles. We need the New York Giants to win some of those divisional games in order to make another playoff push and a playoff run. I think it's within the realm of possibility, but it's not necessarily going to be easy.
0: No, it's not going to be easy. And, you know, I I don't know that anybody really wants it to be easy. If you're going to win a game in the NFL, you, you don't want to be basically going up against a college team. An empty win. Yes, it looks the same on the scoreboard. It looks the same on the stat sheet. But there's just something sweeter about a win that you had to actually work for where it came down to the fourth quarter, which so many of the giants pretty much all of the giants wins last year except for what indianapolis did so i think it is i think it's a good thing that the giants don't have an easy schedule this year if they make the playoffs like i said before they will have earned it and throughout all of last year we kept asking can they keep this up? How do they win this game? Can they keep this up? Can they keep this up? If they have a winning record, even if it is just, yeah, 10 and seven or nine and was it nine and eight this year, just as a sidebar 17 game schedule, that's still tripping me up, (laughs) but yeah, if they have a a 10 or even nine win season, Just based on how much harder this schedule is than it was, than their schedule was last year, nobody can say that the Giants got lucky.
1: And the NFL, too, they're taking, I don't want to say a risk, but they're putting some faith in the New York market as they should, giving both the Giants and the Jets five primetime games. Like there's something to be said about that. Right, Chris? I mean, the Jets, they got Aaron Rodgers. They were going to get it no matter what. But for the Giants, a lot of teams are still writing the Giants off. They don't believe in Daniel Jones. A lot of like people, I should say, not teams. But the New York Giants have five primetime games. And everyone's going to get a look at Brian Dable and this team. They're going to be able to evaluate them. There's going to be a, a lot of national conversation surrounding the New York Giants. And guess what? As I brought up a little bit earlier, got four of them in the first six weeks. The Giants don't come out of the gate swinging, and they're not competitive and they look like they took a step back from last year, it's going to be a bad time for the New York Giants and all of us who cover the New York Giants. And I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I don't think that's going to happen. I think this team is very well coached, very well prepared, and I'm hoping that they can reestablish themselves on the map as a legitimate franchise who can compete for Super Bowls this year. And guess what? If they just compete in those four games that are nationally televised the first six weeks of the season, Chris, that's going to be the conversation. But Chris, before we give any more opinions on the schedule and the New York Giants heading into the 2023 season let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors here at SB Nation Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire the only official Survivor podcast and we have a twist this season the winner of Survivor 45 D Vyadaris, will be joining us every week
0: we're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like
1: me a Survivor winner To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, priceline. Alright, Chris, there's a lot of conversation on Twitter about the New York Giants. They're getting screwed by the NFL and Roger Goodell and stuff like that. And I feel like every fan base kind of always gives their opinions on that, right? I think there are elements of this schedule that are certainly difficult. Three-game road trip. But there are also elements of this schedule that aren't as difficult. Really, you can look in the beginning of the season and and look at the Giants having a Thursday night game and then all the way to Monday night football. That's almost like a bye week, is it not, Chris?
0: Yeah, that is basically, what, 11 days, considering it's a night game, uh, almost 12 days. A bye week's 14 between Sundays. So, yeah, the, the Giants basically get a bye week between... Weeks three and four.
1: And it's something that I appreciate as well, because you have those that road trip, initial road trip, which is difficult, man. Week two and week three are on the West Coast, and then you come back to the East Coast for that Monday night football game, and then you go right back out. And that's another thing that's kind of against the Giants. And I think there are ways to look at this positively and negatively, but one that is against the Giants is you do come back to the East Coast for that Monday night game against the Seattle Seahawks, but then you have a short week and you have to travel all the way down to Miami and then you have to travel to Buffalo and then you get to travel to Washington. So before that three game trip, Chris, you have basically a short week to make that initial trip. Everything's going to be truncated after that Seattle Seahawks game. That is at home, and I hope the Giants can win that game because you're going to be well-rested, and then you really have your work cut out for you because you have the Seattle game at home, and then Miami, Buffalo, Washington on the road. Then the Jets at home, then you got to go back out to the West Coast for another two games, Las Vegas Raiders, Dallas Cowboys. To me, that is very difficult. That is a difficult stretch of games right there for the New York football Giants, so they got to maximize rest and preparation during that initial type of bye week because their bye week is not until week 13. So it's a later bye week for the New York Giants or actual bye week.
0: Yeah, the, the Giants do almost have two bye weeks, just the way everything is structured. And I disagree with anyone who says that the Giants got screwed with their schedule. Yes, they spend a lot of time on the road early in the season. However, they also spend a lot of time at home late in the season. They have basically a month where they never have to leave New Jersey. You know, they've got their week 13 bye. Before that, they've got two weeks against Washington and against New England at home. Then they have their week 14, 14, excuse me, home game against the Packers, again, on Monday Night Football. So that should allow them to really shed some fatigue at least compared to other teams that might be getting more road games maybe a road game every other week late in the season when players are just going to be more beat up anyway so I would almost prefer that the Giants get their road trips out of the way early on when they haven't had as much fatigue as as, taken as many hits as they would later in the season and also the week two and three at the Arizona Cardinals and at the San Francisco 49ers, that to me almost feels like a favor to the giants from the schedule makers because they can just stay out on the West coast. Yeah. You've got that from Arizona to San Francisco on a Thursday night. Yeah. You don't, there's no way they could, go to Arizona back to the East coast and then back out to the West coast. So they're going to be going to stay out there. If they had had a home game in between those two games where they would have to come back home, go out to Arizona, come back East to see to play a home game and then go back out West on a short week to play the 49ers. That would be so much harder. They're basically, they've got two road games, but they're basically taking a road trip out of out of the calculations. It's almost like if you if you have a net and you cut one of the strings in it, it actually has fewer holes. Same kind of idea.
1: I think that's a positive way to look at it. I am worried about that Thursday night game, and I'm hoping the Giants don't fall into that stupid trap of, hey, we have a Thursday night game Let's like look forward to that and overlook the Cardinals. I don't believe a Brian, Brian Dable' coach team would do that, but we're all human and that could happen. And then the Cardinals kind of show up on the week two game and it's like, oh my God, like this can't happen. The Giants can't lose this game. But you're right, man. That Arizona Cardinals trip to 49, that's not that far of a trip. It's a short flight. They're going to stay out on the West Coast. But I do believe the 49ers have a nice advantage though against the new york giants i don't know what their schedule is and who they play in week two but if they are home that game or if they are on the west coast giants had to travel to arizona and then leave sunday prepare everything's going to be accelerated they're not going to be in their building whatsoever on the west coast to stay out there for a thursday night football game but in a way you can look at that positively and i think that's a i think you did a good job articulating that chris but do you have any other observations about this schedule i think there's one that we should go over That has to do with weather. So can you please tell the audience what you think or how you believe the Giants kind of had another little slight advantage or maybe not even advantage, but what you believe happened towards the end of the schedule in terms of the weather and how that could possibly positively or negatively affect the Giants?
0: Well, the two things that kind of stand out to me is that the Giants have their trips to Miami and to Buffalo in October, the first half of Buffalo Uh, October 8th for the Dolphins, October 15th for the Bills. Just for me, if I'm going to be playing football in Miami, October is the time to do it. I wouldn't want to do it in September because it's going to be beastly. And there's probably about a, oh, call it 60% chance that you're going to have a thunderstorm that day. And if I'm going to be playing football at Buffalo, I wouldn't want to do it anytime after Halloween because there's a pretty good chance you're going to have about 10 feet of snow fall on you and your running back will need somebody in front of him with a shovel. So I think getting both of those road games, yes, having that three-game road trip, that sucks. But getting those road games out of the way in really the nicest part of this football season is an advantage for the Giants. Now, on the flip side of that, towards the yeah basically after ta- after Thanksgiving the Giants only get one fair weather game and that's their trip down to New Orleans to play the Saints on December 17th now that's not saying you can't have nice weather in the northeast after Thanksgiving but at New England at the Meadowlands against Green Bay which th- that was going to be cold probably going to be cold no matter what it's probably nicer <laughs> in the Meadowlands than it would be in Up there in the frozen tundra but you kind of coin flip as far as the weather concerned as far as the weather's concerned and then you've got at philly at home against the rams not going out to california for that one and then again at end of the season in january at home against philly so that could have some impacts as far as the giants offense the way they play offense and just the conditions that they have to deal with.
1: It all depends on the weather, and it's obviously way too early to look into that. But generally speaking, it's cold in the Northeast in November, and you can even go back to November 12th, week 10, at Dallas Cowboys. After that, you have the Commanders on November 19th, and then the Patriots on November 26th, both home games leading into the bye week. We know, people who are from North Jersey, it gets freaking cold in November. So... Again, that could negatively affect the opponents. It could negatively affect the New York Giants. We'll have to wait and see. But you have the Patriots and the Packers. Those are two cold-weather teams that are going to be home on November 26th and December 11th, respectively, that the New York Giants more than likely won't gain an advantage over. Maybe the Rams, they will. And we don't know how good the Rams are going to be. We don't know if Matt Stafford's going to be there. They sucked last year. Are they going to improve? Are they going to tank? We have no idea what's going on with their current situation. But they'll be at home in the Meadowlands, and that is – A warm weather team, I think it's safe to say, Southern California (laughs) and Los Angeles. But Chris, do you have any other opinions on this schedule and what the New York Giants, how the New York Giants may look during the 2023 season?
0: Yeah, yeah. the thing that kind of immediately stood out to me about this schedule, just overall 30,000-foot view, is that there aren't really any easy stretches. There aren't any stretches where the Giants can really pad their resume for the playoffs but there also aren't really any murderers row stretches where you just have like their best teams and they're going against them all at once and you wind up losing for a month or a month and a half like if the Giants were playing the 49ers the Bills the Eagles twice yeah, and Dallas all in just a stretch that I think would be really tough on their overall record, yeah. You know, each individual game, they're going to win the one they w- they're going to win the ones they were going to win. And yeah, the win loss will come out the same in the wash, but if you go 0-4, 0-5 over a stretch, that just weighs on you.
1: And I also think it's important if we just reflect back on the 2022 schedule when it came out. Some of the things we were saying we thought the giants would lose against the titans we thought they would lose against the packers we thought they would lose against baltimore they won all of those games before the bye week but we looked at the stretch of games from sunday october 23rd at jacksonville and then at seattle we're like that's tough going to florida to seattle but those are two winnable games we know they beat jacksonville they lost to seattle went into the bye week and then they hosted the texans and the lions before playing the cowboys on uh, thanksgiving they got their asses kicked by the Lions, but they did end up beating the Texans. But we thought that was a stretch of games from Jacksonville to Detroit, where the Giants could possibly win three or four games. They only won two, and that was with the bye week, kind of splitting the difference between the two games. So... We looked at that schedule last year, and we didn't, were not as confident in the New York Giants back then. We didn't think they would possibly make the playoffs, but they ended up making the playoffs. And we saw that strong, stretch of games from the New York Giants. But even the games that we thought the Giants were more than likely going to lose, they ended up winning. So a lot of this stuff is unpredictable. It's somewhat conjecture, but it makes for fun conversation. Chris, anything else before we leave?
0: No, I think that pretty much covers it. Kind of looking forward to getting into our the offseason program and... Seeing how this team takes shape over the course of OTAs, mini camp, and then eventually training camp, we we still have a lot to talk about before September gets here.
1: Yes, we do. And we will be right here discussing it on the Chris and Nick show here on Big Blue View Radio. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Please, if you have not done so already, like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you digest the podcast. And head on over to BigBlueView.com where we have all of our written content. Thank you, everyone, and have a lovely day.